Yo, hey, how's it going, everybody? Fishing for for Focus Podcast. We've got another guest today, and this is Coach Raj. So, Raj, how how you doing, man? What's up, man? Appreciate you for having me on the podcast. Doing great today. Looking forward to speaking with you, man. Yeah. So Raj is like, he's he, I've seen him on Twitter for a while. He has a pretty solid Twitter following. Um, he knows definitely a couple of things around definitely fitness and online business. And I think he's going to be a great guest today because you guys can learn a lot from him. And he's also a young dude. So Raj, tell us, um, who are you? What do you do? And tell us a little bit more about like your background as well. For sure, man. So my first name is coach and my last name is Raj and uh, I'm 22 years old. I'm Indian. I was born and raised in Hong Kong. Went to a tennis academy at 16 in the U.S., went to play college tennis, and I started my coaching business 13 months ago while I was still in school, my last semester of college, and I really didn't want to get a job after graduating. I was like, I had internships, I was getting, you know, interviews, and they all, all the companies just seemed really boring. I was like, dude, I cannot do this. I need to make something work. So I was like, okay, let me try to build a business, you know, put in the work daily after class. Well, I, technically, I, like, I stopped going to half of my classes. To just focus on my biz but i was still playing college tennis you know didn't really want to sacrifice my social life so i was building that first few months and my actual my goal was to um quit my job like get a job right after college and quit it by the end of 2021 and go full-time but around march april i started you know getting a few clients and i was like yo i'm just gonna go full-time right after college and that was a good that was definitely the right move just so going 100 on one goal you need to you know, give all yeah. your attention but actually it wasn't my first business i failed four other businesses some were online some were just you know whatever (laughs) and the thing is i knew that i never wanted to be like work a nine to five for 40 years do the traditional route and just didn't seem like a way to live life to the fullest yeah reason i failed all my prior businesses because one i had no like real social proof credibility or anything and two i didn't really enjoy it like, I'd quit after three months after making, like, one sale. But with fitness, it's like I've been lifting my whole life, playing sports and stuff, helped my brother transform his body, talked to my friends about it. So I already felt like I had that credibility. And I knew that I could branch out into so many different things. Like, I want to open my own gym, do all this other stuff. So that's why I was able I was able to stick to it, stick with it for months and months without really getting real results. So, yeah, man, now I'm in Copen, traveling the world, and it's that's looking – good that's like i bet all your uni friends are, are envying you <laughs> but they also don't know what it takes to get where that's at because like people see oh they see the raj here but they don't see you who have failed four businesses before right because like that's not easy like i've failed three businesses before i hit like the one that's like working so people don't understand like it can be like a serious emotional roller coaster sometimes like sometimes everything could just not be working and you're like shit what am i gonna do now you know how are you going to handle that pressure? <laughs> um, so, Raj, where does your passion for fitness come from? Awesome. That's a great question. So I started lifting. So I was playing sports my whole life since I was like six years old. I started working out around like 15, 16. I was super skinny, just skinny Indian guy, 130 pounds, like was like drowning in a small size T-shirt. And then I just had no confidence, couldn't speak to a girl. I'd see a girl I like and like, uh, 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 can you pass me the pen? You know, yeah, I was like, yeah. right. So then I was like, hmm, 
I see all these jacked guys getting girls, right? Mm. It's like, let me try lifting some weights. And I'm like, yeah, I'll help my tennis too. But that was like a secondary reason. So I started you know, working out and stuff with my with my friends, but I didn't really know what I was doing. Yeah. I do chest five times a week, and I never do legs. <laughs> never mm-hmm. track my nutrition, not do it, not track my workouts. So I, it took me a while to actually see results because I like make mistakes, learn from it. But then, like let's say a year in, two years in, uh, one of my coaches told me like, "Yo, you should start working out. Like your your smash. It's like a shot in tennis is really weak." I was like, damn, bro, I've been working out for a while now. So then like, hmm. I got fired up. So I guess since then I just started, you know, tr- researching more, surrounding myself with other guys who knew a lot more than I did. And then along the way, I sort of became addicted to it. And it became more about like a way to have, like, keep sane, keep sane mentally, release any frustrations or anything I have for the day. And just when I'm lifting weights, that's all I'm doing. I'm not thinking yeah. about business, relationships, any of that shit. I'm just in the moment, enjoying myself, getting 1% better. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. I feel like working out, like I'm a big fan of, of working out as well. I feel like it, it really improves everything in your life. Like if, if you're if you like not working out and if you're not putting your, your yourself to like a physical limit every single day almost, and you, like, I mean, it's good to have rest days as well, but like pushing yourself physically, naturally, mentally, it opens up things. Like seriously, like I used to go work out and I come back and I have like immense amount of clarity, like meaning I'm able to work better, you know? Yeah. And so those are like the benefits people don't always talk about, but working out has like multiple benefits outside of this, you know, getting jacked, you know? <laughs> Dude, there's so many benefits. I definitely think the mental outweigh the physical benefits. Like you said, you get like clarity like after a workout. You just get that rush of endorphins. You think better. You're more productive. But also, you just build like these traits that help you in other areas of your life. So you build patience. You build commitment, discipline, right? And that carries over into any other goal you wish to achieve or to any other you know venture. So it's like you see like most successful people, no matter what they do, they work out of some sort. Like they, yeah. they may not be super jacked or anything, but they understand the importance of, you know, health and fitness and how mm-hmm. you totally. said improves every aspect of your life. And so, did did you did you drop out of uni or were you did you graduate? How did that? So how'd that, how'd that go with the Indian parents? Because I have an Indian business partner and like he's stuck in uni right now. And I know there's no way for him to drop out, even though, you know, we're doing all right. Uh, because it's like the culture is just like, yeah, he, his parents will kill him. So how did that go? Like dropping out of uni and going full time with your business? Oh, no, I didn't drop out. Like, oh, you didn't drop out? Okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, I wanted- I didn't hear you. Okay. Yeah, so okay I- no, that's sick though. So you did, you, fi- you finished it out completely. Yeah. I graduated like six months ago, seven months ago. Okay. Oh, wow. Respect. So you're still like running your business as well. And for anybody out here who, let's say, uses like school as an excuse for not running a business, what's your, what would you, what would you tell them right now? Because I know a lot of people are using that as like a coping, coping mechanism to like, oh, no, I can't run a business because I'm in school. What would you say? I would say it's like one, we make time for what we prioritize, right? So I was not only just in school, but my school was like pretty tough. Like the acceptance rate was 18%, right? Yeah. And I only got in because of my tennis. So I was on the tennis team. I was captain of the tennis team. Mm-hmm. Had school, like had a decent social life, had a girlfriend, worked mm-hmm. out, 
and had my business. So it's like, what was least important to me? I'll be honest, it was school. So I stopped going to half of my classes, show up for the test, like cram for ex- uh, the exams and I barely passed. But it's like, yeah. you have, you can't do everything. So you ha- let's say you a business is important to you. You don't have to go to every class. Who says you have to go to every class, right? So it's yeah. like, you can like sleep an hour less or you can go out one, one day a week less. So if it's really mm-hmm. important to you, you'll find the time and you'll take time out of other areas of your day. Because mm-hmm. any no everyone has a time, right? Like if you say you don't have the time, but you watch two episodes two episodes of Netflix every day, like obviously you have the time. Right. And another thing is like you don't need to do that much every day. Like, I would only spend like two, three hours max on my business every day. Obviously at the start I barely had any clients, right? So that yeah. was but it's like you don't know, just do a bit of content creation, you know, do some outreach, build coach the couple free clients I had, a couple clients. That's it. Mm-hmm. And just yeah. do that every day for months and you'll see progress. It's like, and the thing is, if you can do build something while you're in school or while you do have a job, then when you get to the point where you don't need school or need a job, you have that extra time and you just yeah. take off. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And you, you, you'll be just a beast because like if you're able to manage your time when you have not that much time, then when you have, some people say, oh, like uh, they ha- they like to have like something they're doing. Uh, like plus like let's say some people i had a friend who was like yeah i like to have school and also my business because then my days are fully packed and if i had like free time all the time i would like work on my business but i would procrastinate a bit more so <laughs> so it, it depends on the individual i definitely like i didn't go to uni right because it's like it was very clear for me that business is the way to go was did you always knew you were going to do something where you're going to do an online business? Did you know it was going to be an online business somehow, somewhere along the road? So I knew I was going to do a business. The idea of an online business only hit me two years ago, I'd say. And um, just because I didn't like taking orders from people, I didn't like doing the same shit every day. Yeah. Like not to be cocky, but I felt like a job would be just like not challenging enough. It's like, it's mm-hmm. the thing. I had internships where I would be outperforming like f- full-time employees and I would be doing other responsibilities for my intern as well. So it just wasn't like, I don't want to do the same thing every day, get paid the same amount for people who I'm way better than. And it's mm-hmm. like, it just sounded boring. And it's like, you lit, do the work for five days. You have a time, nine, two days, you do nothing. It just reminded me of school. Yeah. And I want to actually build something that you know would outlast me like when i'm when i'm gone my business mm-hmm. my life is still there can build something that impacts people and by doing that actually enjoy what i'm doing with people i like working with yeah totally what do you, what do you think that comes from like because like you pretty much you want to fulfill your potential to the fullest extent right and most people could it's it's easy to settle for for just oh for our for like Settle for less almost, you know what I mean? Not tapping into your full potential because then it becomes uncomfortable. Mm. What pushed you, like, were you always naturally like that? Because I'm like, you were a tennis player, so naturally you have that, you were a competitor, you know, which is like big. But what was that thing that was like, you know what, I want to like tap into more? Why not? Like, I mean, you already kind of explained it, but like, did you always have that thing like, okay, I know I can do something more, you know? I think that's, I mean, that's a great question. So definitely a combination of a lot of things. One, just seeing like the way the average person was, the average life was and being like, I don't want anything close to that. 
that sounds awful, right? Two, it's like kind of like a delusional self-belief, you could say. Just like, oh, I don't need to study for that test. I'll just, you know, wing it. It'll be fine. I can do this. I can do that. And it's like, if I can do that or have these skills, why not put them to the use? And also just, like you said, playing sports competitively, that just kind of trains you to like, one, deal with failure, two, just always trying to be improving in some way or some form. So I think it's a combination of a lot of things. But yeah, man. Also, I think a big one is just having good role models early on. So it's like, I idolized from a young age. I wasn't like looking up to like rappers or anything. I don't care. Yeah. More about like professional athletes or like people running businesses. And I got inspired by those people. Yeah, definitely game changer. If you're, if you're idolizing a rapper that's drinking lean all day, you know, I don't know if that's, that's not the ideal role model, <laughs> yeah. you know, but if you're looking to people who already have, let's say, because this is the thing, when you look up to people who are, let's say, entrepreneurs or athletes, they, unconsciously, you might not know when you're younger, but these people have good habits, they have good routines, they're structured, they're disciplined, there's multiple qualities that they already have that naturally you're going to, you're going to take from them you know, without even knowing it, right? That's something I realized as well later on. But so tell me about, let's say, like your fitness business. So as, at first you were starting, you started 13 months ago. And yeah. how how was that at the beginning? So I'm guessing, you, let's say you had zero, let's say someone right now has like, a, like this something everyone could learn, right? So yeah. right now you had zero clients. How did you start? How did you begin? Because do you have a Twitter account? Because for the people that don't know, Raj has like a pretty big uh, Twitter account as well um so how did that all go about you know 13 months ago so i'd say first so the business i failed before twitter fitness coaching was affiliate marketing on twitter mm. i came on it from like an instagram private labeling course he was like yo come to money twitter i was like where so i built an account got to like 200 followers in like three months so shit growth mm. <laughs> one sale. um one affiliate sale for like 20 bucks and I was just tweeting platitudes and I was like, fuck this, this is boring. I hate it. This is never going to work. And I quit. And then when I was like, okay, let me like, then I thought, okay, I could go back to Twitter and rebrand it as a fitness account. So I did that. So first thing I did was change my profile pic, change my banner, right? My bio, all that stuff, then write a pin, pin tweet. And so I think the first thing you do is you need a decent bio banner. Um, ideally, has some social proof, some credibility. So for me, it was pretty straightforward. I just post a picture of my physique and that's like, okay, this guy lifts. That's credible, <laughs> right? So that was the first thing I did. And then I was just like, okay, I'm just going to start posting content every single day, posting tweets. And then eventually I'll get some traction and then we'll go from there. So then, you know, I did like five, six tweets a day. My mistake was at the start, I only did fitness tweets. And I realize now that that's bad. Like, you want to also be talking about your values, your, um, just documenting your life, all that stuff and different, you know, things that interest you. But that's besides the point. Uh, so I was a bit first, I started, you know, tweeting my fitness stuff, all that stuff, you know, just DM'd people who were big dogs in the fitness niche, build relationships. Then I started and I released three free eBooks, started promoting that, built my email list. Then I got to 500 followers in like a couple months or like a month. So I was already at 200. And then, so I was like, okay, as a thank you to reaching 500 followers, I'll train three people for free. Just like this post, um, like this tweet, retweet it, and then DM me why I should pick you. And at the time, I thought I was going to get like 20 people to DM me. <laughs> exactly three people DM me. 
I was like, oh, you won. I'm picking you. It's like, I didn't have a choice, right? <laughs> and then yeah. one of the three guys was like older, not committed. One, the other one was younger. It was like 15. And like, he was like semi-committed, but just was a kid, right? And his mom yeah. didn't continue. <laughs> and then the third guy was like money Twitter, like 24, like great fit, made awesome progress just as a free client. And then he became my first paying client. Then I use his testimonials, you know, do more tweets, improve on that. Then I increased my prices, got a couple more clients. And then I partnered up with Jack and Gabe, use their apps and systems. Um, and then since then, it's been going good. That's sick. That's sick. So, yeah, just keep keeping at it, staying consistent. After one, like the one guy that you helped, he had all the qualities to keep going. It's funny because, like, a lot of times you might give out things for free and people just won't value them as much because yeah. they didn't make the initial investment <laughs> Exactly, um, you need something in the game it's like the thing is if you buy a course or a coaching for let's say five five k now you obviously unless you're you're bill gates you obviously want to make that work right you're like i just invested five thousand dollars i want to get the most out of it i need to get at least five thousand dollars worth back right so then you're going to listen you're going to apply what you learn and you're probably going to see good really good results but let's say you spend like 10 bucks or it's a free thing then you have nothing to lose. If you don't do anything, what's the worst that happens? You lose 10 bucks. It's like, that's the one problem with free clients. It'll be tough to actually give them, you know, get them on board, get them to make a change. So maybe start with low ticket, but if that doesn't work, you just got to go free client and hope that you get a couple that do actually make progress. Yeah. I think you just got to, Go through the trenches at first. It's like you have no choice. It's it's part of the process. You're not just gonna start charging three five k per client, and you have no experience. You know, because yeah. I've seen people do that. And I'm like, what are you doing? It's like you have no. You shouldn't be charging people if you don't even know you can fulfill. Because that's yeah. a dangerous. That's a dangerous game. It's like you're charging five k, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna change your. I'm gonna get you your dream physique. Yet you don't know anything about it. Like you, that that person doesn't know how to do it for themselves or whatever. Cause this is the thing too. It's just like, if you know how to take care of yourself, you know how to eat well, you know how to work out well, then it's much easier to help other people out with that as well. Same thing. If let's say you're helping people scale their agency, for example, I'm just giving you an example. If you have an agency that you scale that's successful, then it's much easier for you to explain it to other people. And so now I see it's, it's kind of more common where people are like, Hey, let me give you advice on this and this and this but they haven't done it themselves. It's like, you know, like, have you seen these like uh, health ministers or whatever, or like, <laughs> that are, like giving health advice, but they're like completely obese out of their mind. It's just like, what are you doing? Why should I take any health advice from you whatsoever? You know? Exactly. So, that shit yeah. makes me upset. I did a tweet that um, I put like a side by side of like a health minister and then like me like, flexing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, the health minister says to eat 50 grams of protein a day. And then yeah. at, and I just tag myself, at the coach Raj says to eat 50 grams of protein every meal. Like, who are you mm -hmm. listening to? And then like 90% of people were like, yeah, of course you, like she's dumb, blah, blah, blah. Like, why would yeah. you listen to her? And then like 10% of people were like hating on me. They're like, health is not just about how you look, right? She could be healthy. Or like, she's done this and that and this. It's like, yeah, you're missing. Mm -hmm. It's like, it is about your body fat percentage. If you're, 40% body fat, you're obviously not healthy. And you should yep. at least be, I'm not saying health ministers should be like jacked or anything, right? But like at least no, I think it would be better if they're jacked. <laughs> <laughs> People would take them more seriously. 
No, definitely. I mean, I agree, but at least have like a base level of fitness, right? At least be able yeah. to walk for five minutes without being out of breath or like <laughs> do 10 push-ups. Like something so minimum would like change the game. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So once you partner with uh, Jack and Gabe with their system, that really helped you get to the next level. And so pretty much you kept you kept pushing ever since then. And this was like... So this was like, this is actually pretty crazy. You really change your life when you think about it. Like, completely transform your life in a year. And so when you decided to go, did you have a moment where you're like, oh my God, like this is actually like, this is working pretty well? Like, did you have that moment where like, oh damn, like I can actually make a decent amount with this business? Or did you always tell yourself, I'm just going to keep going? You like just fall fall in love with the process and just keeping going no matter what. Because sometimes it can get difficult sometimes, you know? How was your mindset, you know, while you were kind of growing your business and also growing your Twitter throughout, you know, last year or so? Okay, that's a good question. Man. I would say I kind of look at it logically, right? So I think like, okay, I'm going to have to put in work for at least three to five years before I like see some like some real significant results. What I mean by that is a like fully scaled coaching business, other fitness related ventures, right? And I was thinking, like, that's a bare minimum. Easily I'd be able to put in that work without getting some real reward. And then after, like, seeing guys with, I don't know, like 10K, 20K followers on Twitter, which isn't even that much if you think about it, have, seeing them have, like, awesome, like fully scaled businesses doing all these awesome things. I'm like, damn, this is such a powerful tool in terms of networking opportunities, just, like, client acquisition, all that stuff. So then, like, the first couple months, I was like, okay, Thing I get the hang of this Twitter thing. Like, obviously I didn't, but I was like, okay, let me like, it takes an hour a day and, you know, put out some tweets and eventually I'll build a brand. And then I was like, okay, I'll, I'm willing to do the work and stay with it until it happens. And then I think the most eye-opening moment was just getting my first client. It felt so good. Like it was super low ticket. It was 80 bucks for a month, but that was like the best 80 bucks I've ever made in my life. Like that feeling was insane. And this was like 10 months ago. And I remember it like crystal clear. I was in my dorm room, like um, just like this dorm room was messy. It was gross. <laughs> I like it just so I could like look presentable and everything for the call. And then he like no objections. was like, all right, let's do it. And I was like, awesome, man, let's go. And afterwards I sent him the payment. I see it go through and I yelled, let's fucking go. I was so hyped. And that was like, I got two, three clients in like a week and it doesn't even feel half as good as it did for that first client. So I think just getting that one client, that first sale, that is the one that you like really need. So just keep pushing till you get there. And once you get there, it'll be a lot easier. Kind of give you like proof of concept, like, holy shit, like this is actually possible. Like I'm going to be able to make money online, online to coach this guy. Like, when you when you think about like people might think about it, it's like oh so that's not crazy but when it actually happens like I remember my first client was like a consulting client I think for like forty seven dollars and I was like out of my mind like <laughs> it was like the best forty seven dollars ever like you're saying right and now it's, it was way more worth than like thousand multiple thousand dollars clients that I got now like the feeling was just like unmatchable because it's like it makes it possible in your mind and you. It, you might not know right now, but you know this is going to lead you onto something so much bigger. Exactly. And I think that might be the reason why you're so, like, ecstatic, right? Um, and so 
so tell me so when did you decide to travel as well because I've, I've been seeing you uh you, you're on the move you know um. <laughs> um so yeah man so i graduated like i said six seven months ago and then i had two months in the u.s like before i like because of my visa mm-hmm. and i spent those two months traveling i was in florida texas new york and i went back home for and i lived at home for like three months and then those three months my business was pretty stagnant like i was twitter growth was slow not many leads. I got like fucking two clients in three months. It was tough. Yeah. And then I was like, damn, like I need to, I need a change in environment. Like I need to have that pressure. Cause I still felt like a kid, like living in my old room. It's like, I wasn't paying rent. Like I was paying for my own shit, but I wasn't paying rent. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was too comfortable. So I was like, I need to leave. I need to go travel. One, there's so many reasons, right? One, you have that pressure. All right, you're on your own, fully on your own. You don't know the language. You don't know anyone there. You have to figure it out. Two, like you have to pay for your own shit, your rent, whatever. Travel, that's expensive. So you have to make Mm -hmm. more money. Mm -hmm. Three, it's good for content, man. (laughs) Because you like get cool pics, you do cool stuff. And also you meet awesome people. Man, I literally met Zuby, JK, and Devin in the same day. Like, that's crazy. (laughs) Damn, what a day. insane and like i think that has the biggest reason for like let's say the last three two months my business has grown more than any other two three months and i think it's just because i've been traveling for the last few months putting myself in more dis- uncomfortable situations and have that pressure because when you're like you comfort's like the biggest enemy man like whenever i'm like okay something is wrong it's like okay i've got too comfortable it's always that's the only thing totally agree Totally agree. It's like, I heard someone say like comfort is like, I don't know. I think I'm quoting this wrong. Like comfort is like the killer of dreams or something. I don't know. Something yeah. like that. Um, sure because, someone, hmm? I'm sure someone said that. Because let's say if you always go, if you're leading your life with comfort, you're never doing what's necessary. Meaning, let's say if you have to work out, a lot of times you might not feel like it, but you need to do it. And what's comfortable is you chilling watching tv or on your phone and it's not actually going to work out so comfort almost goes against discipline and if you don't have discipline you're not able to be consistent in anything you do therefore you can't build anything great right exactly man. so um i also i noticed so like what has been your your favorite country so far because i mean you've been been all over the place and i see you, you travel with some other people too so how has that been <laughs> yeah this is my boy right now he's right here <laughs> what's going on man how you what's doing going on? Man? Go- i've seen you on twitter you, 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 we got to get you on the podcast soon as well all good man oh <laughs> uh, yeah no i see i see you like in the e-com and sms stuff so how did you guys meet by the way i'm just curious we met in like middle school man we were both on the basketball team none of us were really good <laughs> we played and then we both got really into lifting so we just like started training a lot and then obviously you both have online businesses That's so sick. like a lot of the people we used to be friends with we're just not friends with anymore just because they don't like think on the same wavelength it's yeah like they're stuck in their ways so then we mm-hmm. just like hang out, lift get some work in and it's dope yeah he started- That's so sick that's so like- sick they get know each other since middle school like <laughs> man we go way back man <laughs> How has that been traveling together? Like, cause I mean, you've been traveling like for how long now together? Yeah, no, he's been traveling with me for like three weeks. We were in Dubai, and then yeah, like 
now in Denmark. Mm-hmm. And then before that, I was in Mexico. Well, I was in Dubai for longer. Then I was in Mexico and Panama. Oh, wow. Okay. How has it been traveling with Raj? Dude, it's been great, man. I'm having a great time just working every day and just like lifting, exploring, man. Dude, you should, you should come with us, man. It'd be great. No, no. I'm, I'm planning. On, I'm actually like, I'm originally from France, but I live in Canada right now. And I was in, I was in Africa for three months last year. I was living there in like uh, Central Africa. It's pretty crazy. But uh, right now I'm planning on like traveling a little bit more. So uh, I'll yeah. definitely hit you guys up sometime eventually. But I'm, I'm yeah. definitely thinking of leaving within the next two months or so. Uh, right now I'm in like almost like muck mode, just like super focused. Like, um, you know what I mean? Like where I'm at right now, it's like the winter time. So it's like much easier for me to focus. Like it's like there's just not that many distractions. So it's just like, you know, um, anyways, I don't want to like go completely off topic here. But uh, yeah, man, I can see that you got your whiteboard going on too, man. I can see that you're laser focused, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Now what I do is if you see right here, there's like three little things right here is are like three keywords. I change them every single week. And so right now it's like create, build, and focus. So those are my three key words for every single, like I change them every week, but those are the, like, I, I look at my whiteboard and the first three words that come up to mind, I write them down. And somehow it's like super strongly correlated to how my week goes. And, and, and like it boosts my week somehow, somehow. I don't know. It's just like this subconscious thing that happens. So anyways, um, what are your future plans right now for traveling? Like how's Copenhagen? Because you guys are right now in, in Denmark, right? Yeah, it's good, man. I'll be real. The only reason I'm here is because my girlfriend's studying abroad in Copenhagen. So, because I, I don't like the cold, man. <laughs> but we're in a super, we're in an awesome location, like really right in downtown. Like there's bars, restaurants, supermarket, fucking gym, all like within five minutes away. So that's awesome. And we've been here for what a week now, so it's been pretty cool. Mm-hmm. We gotta go exploring some more to get like a, a better better idea of life yeah. here yeah but yeah for sure it's apparently like the happiest city or happiest country in the world so that's, that's damn interesting. really they're, ha- <laughs> they're happy and cold <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh so what are you guys future plans because i'm i mean i don't want to talk too much like what's your what's your name again hugo thanks uh, hugo hugo okay hugo. i don't want to talk too much about your story because Guys, we're gonna dedicate a whole podcast for this guy eventually. Um, I'll thank you. <laughs> we'll make that happen. But uh, like, um, what was I gonna say? Shit. <laughs> what are you guys' future plans now? Like, are you guys thinking of staying in, like after Copenhagen, or are you guys? Because I mean, Raj, right now you're staying there because your girlfriend is there. Are you thinking of keeping traveling together? Um, how's that going? And uh, like, how is it like both traveling and both having businesses that you're working on? Do you see like some benefits of that because you guys are both focused on building something? I say there's a ton of benefits because, like, he lifts a lot too. So we'll be one have that training partner to help each other out. I'll mm-hmm. film content for him. He films content for me, and then we like um, with the cooking side of things. It's cool because we're both we you know take our diet pretty seriously. So mm-hmm. like, like, let's say I'll cook, he'll clean, or the other way around. But yeah. we'll also go out and like enjoy ourselves too. We're nothing too strict. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. perfect. Also, it's like we we'll understand like. Let's say I have a call out, sales call or anything, then he'll know like, okay, like don't do anything dumb or anything on the sales call. Yeah. Or like I need to do like some focus work or if he needs to do it, then we'll do that. But if it's more like busy work and we can bump music and, you know, get it done and it's nothing mm. too focused. So it's pretty good, man. No complaints. All right. That's cool. That's cool. Having that 
someone who's like aligned with like has like a similar mindset is like already not easy to find in the first place right yeah so finding that already and you guys been middle school together i mean like wow like what are the odds first of all um <laughs> but like you know and i mean now it's so sick so you guys can you know go and travel and and make the, all that happen and so right now what are your future destinations like do you have anything in mind dream destinations maybe not directly in mind but things places you guys would like to visit Dude, we made a list bro yeah an entire <laughs> list man but really want to go say you don't have to say it, you know what i mean because this is like public right but yeah i think know. next what asia trip asia yeah asia like thailand indonesia japan korea that'd be dope man oh man you guys can have a good time i have a friend right now in korea he's told he's telling me he's having a blast like the so, korean bomb man yeah yeah no it's gonna be you guys gonna have a good time for sure for sure for sure uh i'm planning on going to india actually sometime this year because my business partner's from india Damn. Oh, okay and so i was like yo let's like um this this is our like we have this thing where like i'm thinking of going there renting like a massive apartment and then getting some people to work there as well so mm -hmm. almost like starting sort of like a startup or something we'll see we'll see i'm not sure yet though but it, it, it'd be fun it'd be fun um so we'll see about that um and right now are you how what's the future what's your vision for the future raj like what's let's say within a year or three three one to three year what's your one okay. to three year vision even though it's pretty broad right Fair. so this year is all about scaling my coaching business scaling my brand so i'm yeah. trying to get well, I know this will happen, but I'll, my goal is to transform a hundred plus clients this year. Mm -hmm. And then if I do that, everything will fall into place. Right. Obviously my Twitter will grow with that more opportunities, more relationships, improve my skills, all that stuff. And then next year, that's when we branch out into, you know, starting a clothing brand, starting opening up a gym and doing all that stuff Then offering, let's say mentorship and different, different offers. But for right now, my goal is just to, you know, rack, scale my coaching business, get more testimonials, grow my brand. I like it. Nice and simple. And like this, you're keeping your focus super narrow. Therefore, it's going to be inevitable. And like, it's, it's just going to happen 100%. Yeah. Because like, if you put like a bunch of goals or like you have like 10, 20 different goals, it's great. But the thing is your focus isn't going to be narrow. That right exactly. now you got two things grow the business grow the brand and they kind of go together if you grow the brand you grow the business if you grow the business you grow the brand almost you know what i mean but if you grow the brand really you're gonna grow the business but like yeah like right now you're on twitter if you're gonna be like start expanding on other places too you're gonna you're gonna have even a bigger influence on more people as well could be tiktok could be instagram whatever right so but you already know what to do i'm sure so that's gonna be uh... I started i started my instagram account yesterday and i started my youtube like a month ago okay sick Keep i haven't been plugging it too much on twitter just because i don't think it would be super beneficial i'm trying to build it first and then start mm -hmm. plugging it yeah but and but twitter is still my number one priority i think it's a platform that's just made made for me it's mm -hmm. more about just aligns well it's more about ideas right it's not about yeah being the most jack guy or whatever mm -hmm. and that's what you yeah you, you attract the right people to you as well with the type of clientele like, that's a big deal like people don't talk about that but like the type of clients you have also determine your success so like if you're going to attract a certain type of person who's easy to work with who fully trusts you who's willing to pay x amount 
there's and they're committed and they already are kind of disciplined, it's gonna make your life infinitely easier as a coach. Hundred percent. So and like yeah. with Twitter, right? People are already I find that people on Twitter who, you know, reach out to me, most of them are already have that mindset like I wanna coach. I'm ready to invest in myself. Like prioritizing my health will improve the rest of my life. And mm-hmm. on Instagram, it's like you see these dudes with like hundred K followings and they have like four clients. Right, that's because yep. most people following them just want like them for their physique or entertainment purposes, right? Yep. Most like wanting a coach, mm-hmm. and it's like Twitter is very different in that way. Like one is yeah. more, a lot less saturated, mm-hmm. and it's, the format of it is not like pics, Instagram for pics, TikTok for videos, YouTube yep. videos, yep. just ideas. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what a lot of fitness coaches do wrong because I don't know if you know, but I actually run like a, an Instagram marketing agency. I'm actually we're actually shifting to a sort of like an instagram slash email marketing agency but people don't know that but right now what most fitness coaches are doing wrong on instagram is they have a lot of them don't know anything about business like they're gonna have a massive following but they don't know how to convert that audience in the right way so even how you appeal to your audience if you're doing just workout stuff and you're not talking about stuff that's happening behind the scenes or you're not being more intimate with your audience they might just not trust you as much right like it's like okay you have a massive audience you have an email list oh no i don't have an email list what are you doing you have a hundred thousand followers but don't have an email list what are you doing you know what i mean but that's like super common so those are a lot of like this is something you could do i've got a business idea for you right now you could go on instagram and coach other coaches let's say fitness coaches how to like build out their business on instagram because you might have much uh, a much better business acumen than them but they already have a big following right mm-hmm. you're like okay like Cause this is the thing too, like on Instagram, if you want to grow significantly, like it's, it's the connections, same thing even on Twitter, right? If you have built connection with people who have, let's say a bigger following, they'll help you grow as well. They'll give you tips, but not only like on Twitter, it's like a whole nother level. Like they'll give you business tips. They'll connect you with other people, stuff like that. But on Instagram, same thing can happen as well. But like a lot of guys have the content, right? The content's good. Right. But the thing is, you need to get you need to funnel your audience into somewhere. So let's say if they're interested in in your service, because this, this is the truth, you'll always have a percentage of your audience that's ready to buy from you. You want to funnel them somewhere. So it's like you're having an Instagram page and you're helping people get fit. And you need to promote that. First of all, a lot of guys don't even promote themselves. And then if people want to learn more about you, how can they learn more about you? Can they listen to your podcast? Can they subscribe to their e- to your email list and get more of your content? Right? Because mm-hmm. the more content they absorb from you. The, high, the more they trust you, and then when you, it's going to be time to sell them, there's a higher chance that you can that they'll buy right away, right? So all all that stuff. But again, you you, you already know this stuff, right? But um, <laughs> it's just for a lot of fitness coaches. That's no, crazy. There's, there's a lot of fitness coaches or even influencers. A lot of influencers. I was talking to an influencer who had like a massive following, who's broke, yeah. like a massive fo- Like imagine having, let's say. 500k plus followers and not being able to make a penny out of it like imagine like that's just like it's so mind-blowing to me you know but again um it is what it is you gotta learn you gotta learn marketing you gotta learn business that's just you know uh so okay i got a few last questions raj uh for you so if you could go back in time right now and give advice to yourself when you started your business or even when you were younger um if you could go back in time at any age and give yourself one piece of advice what would it be Hmm. That's that's tough, man. I'd say. Take your time. 
<laughs> if it was my younger self, I would say take more risks, right? Just very general, like just like, cause like I knew I kind of wanted to do something in like fitness. I was like, oh, I'm not big enough or whatever. It's not gonna work. And a lot of the decisions I didn't make were because I was scared. So it's like, if I just ignored all the risk and just said, fuck it, more often as a kid, I would be in a better place quicker. So that's like super general, but like, let's say specific for when I first started my business, I would say that invest in yourself as early as possible. Mm. So it's like, I waited like months before I like invest in myself. And as soon as I started, you know, paying for mentorship, coaching, like all that stuff, right? That's when my business grew a lot faster. Yeah, totally. That's, that's good advice. Most people are scared to take that first step. But it's the most important step, you know. The moment you invest in yourself, you take yourself seriously. Exactly, because the thing is, one, one, it's like you're investing for accelerated knowledge and growth. Like you're not gonna pay someone who's broke to mentor you, obviously, right? Everyone knows that. Mm -hmm. But it's like you'll pay someone who's two, three, four steps ahead of you, who has been in the game longer than you, can tell you what they wish they knew, Mm -hmm. what their failures, how what things work for them. So that's one thing. You just get that growth knowledge a lot faster and two you get that accountability someone who's always like you know making sure you're making progress that's powerful too but you also like you said you start to take yourself seriously once you have skin in the game you're like okay let me make the most out of it because thing is you don't just pay a coach a grand and then boom the next day you're rich or the next day your business grows like no mm. you have to absorb what they're telling you apply learn you know trial and error figure it out, go to them, see like, oh, this is working, this isn't, and actually like figure it out. But once, it doesn't just happen. It's not like, oh, he said I invest in myself. I put a grand in, boom, I'm rich. No, right? You have to make the most out of it. And the thing is like these guys who, um, let's say, I don't know, they're making two, three, four million a year, right? And these guys who you want to be your mentor, they're not just going to give free advice to anyone, right? So once you invest in yourself one they respect you because they're like okay he's serious about his growth he wants to learn and then they give you information but then you actually take advantage of that and build a relationship you can you know follow up with them you can hop on a call you can do this you can do that and that's when you really get the massive roi from investing in yourself totally totally that's a that's a really good point like a lot of people that have let's say uh not an elite mindset in my opinion the like the average person believes oh i can just take someone's time like that it doesn't matter but the truth is people who operate on a higher level they their time has an enormous amount of value even more than money and they're aware about it and if you want some you got to pay for it simple right so and it's kind of like a like it's a hack it's like a life hack literally like you could literally like somebody has like 10 years experience or five years or even three more years of experience than you and you could pay them and they could teach you in a month what they've learned the last few years. I mean, like, that's a no-brainer, <laughs> you know, 100%. because you, you're gaining in a way you, you're gaining three years because maybe it would have taken you three years or even two years to learn what they've learned or more. But now you're going to learn it all in a month. And then now you're going to be able to plug it into your business and your life. So not a bad deal, you know, <laughs> not but, a bad deal. And I got one more one more question. One more last question. So. What are some of the three top three to five life lessons you've learned so far in your entire life? Or it could be the last 13 months as well. But let's say 
the main life lessons you've learned so far 22 main life lessons top three to five yeah um okay i know my first one first one would be environments everything so it's like when i was in college right surrounded myself with you know regular college people whatever mm -hmm. i just didn't have that edge i was like i felt like i was being dragged down right mm -hmm. when i'm at home i felt like i was being too comfortable right but then when i like intentionally make friends with people who are you know killing the game one two steps ahead of me when i'm intentionally putting myself in the right environment where i need to make something work that's when the magic happens so the environment's like seems pretty cliche like oh environment's everything but that comes down to many things right there's one your friends if your friends don't if they're not on a high level if they're not ambitious if they're not goal oriented if they don't support you then what's the point right they're just holding you back so i'm not saying like completely cut off everyone but just audit the time you spend with certain people if you know someone's like eh, he's not the best influence on you just don't see him that often right it's fine so that's one thing and also environment in terms of like things you have in your house. If you don't want to, so you don't want to smoke, don't have like a bunch of cigarettes in your house. Or if you don't eat junk, don't have a ton of donuts in your fridge. Stuff like that, right? So just make it easier on yourself. So environment, everything, that'd be number one. Number two would be to just start building something, man. Start building something as early as possible. I mean, that could be building your physique, building a brand, building a business. When you build something, it takes a while. Like no one gets jacked in a week. No one gets a huge following in a week. Like it takes time. But the sooner you start, the sooner you see results. And then the thing is, once you've built anything, just the idea of building something means it's valuable because it took time to get there. So that means it'll last and it'll just keep building. So just find something you're passionate about and build because that's a good feeling when you're like- that's a good point put in the work for day in, day, day in and day out, and then you only see results after months. And then you just, the results just keep compounding. So build something. And then third would be to just fucking start and don't worry about like the perfect plan. You know, it's like, it's not, you're never gonna have it all figured out. Like even dudes who are making 50 mil a year, don't have it figured out whatsoever. They just know, they just start and then they figure out as they go, they make mistakes. They improve on it, they get better. And they do that for a little bit, and they make another mistake, improve on it, get better. So just start something and then fix your mistakes. Yeah, I'd say imperfect action is better than inaction. 1,000%, man. So, okay, Raj, um, if people want to hit you up, they want to get in contact with you, they want to work with you, what's the best way? I, I might already know this answer, but what's the best way for them to get in contact with you? Because you... You know what I mean? I'm I'm sure some people might be listening. Like, yo, I want I want to talk to Coach Raj. How how is the best way for them to get in contact with you? So you can hit me up on OnlyFans at No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you can hit me up on Twitter at the Coach Raj. That's where I'm the most active on. I also have a YouTube channel. Same thing. Instagram, same handle. But I highly recommend hitting me up on Twitter just because that's where I'm most active. I check my DMs every day. I post threads every week, you know, go through my pin thread, get some value from it. And yeah, if you have any questions whatsoever, could be about something I said in this podcast, it could be about coaching, just DM me and we can, I'd love to talk. All right. Awesome. Awesome. This has been like 
value packed 100 percent. all right raj thank you so much for coming on the podcast really appreciate you know taking your time out of your day to hop on here and yeah guys like i said again make sure you go on twitter follow coach raj and dm any questions you've got and yeah please stay tuned for the next episode and uh yeah thank you guys again for listening